We're going to about Ephraim. Ephraim, we saw that all was well. Thank God for this honor and this privilege of being able to stand before God's people to help celebrate one of his true servants. Take this for granted, Lord. Count it lightly because we understand that Pastor Warwick is a well-known preacher in this city and he knows a lot of pastors and preachers that he could have. Call one of them. But we praise God. That he saw fit. To reach down to South Philadelphia. Call the preacher to come. And for that, we say thank you. We bring that from the bottom of our heart. Thank you so, so very much to you. to steal and to kill 
and to destroy. That's all you're going to get. Just that. I promise you, don't go too far ahead of me. Just told you we're going to give you 10A. That's 10A. But I tell them that's 10B. Okay. One more time, 10A. The thief coming, now. But for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Just for a few minutes, we want to talk around this subject. If anybody would just point your hands toward Pastor Roman, because I give you the title of the sermon. The sermon is entitled, He Doesn't Fit Profile. Oh, I'm gonna help somebody with this thing here. He doesn't fit profile. We also thank God for Pastor Rose Ange, who was a retired preacher. Tell me she's 92 years of age, right behind me here. We have another honor. He's 100 and some odd years old. That's up right there, right? To God be glory. Amen. Let's get at it. Just for a few minutes, God, we want to peruse this periphery. <laughs> and by help of the paracletus, <laughs> we want to be able to exegete didactically. <laughs> Spiritual 
context. But for the time that is ours to share together, I want to enlighten you as to what this text really means. And I want to say to my Ephraim and Brian that he, Hasbrook, does not fit the profile. And in order to understand John 10, 10, you need to understand that chapter 10 is connected to chapter number 9. And so for a few minutes, let's go to chapter number 9 that we might lead ourselves up to John 10 and 10. Y'all, I promise we won't be long. In John chapter number 9, the Bible records this story, that Jesus one day, as he's passing by, he encounters a blind man. And the Bible says that his disciples asked unto him, Lord, who did sin? This man or his parents that he is born blind. And Jesus answers to them, neither have this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. The Bible says that Jesus spits on the ground and he makes clay a spittle. And he comes and places it on the man's eyes, telling the man to go to the pool of Salaam, which is interpreted sin. The Bible says that when the man goes there and raises his eyes, now he can see. But there are many individuals who recognize him when he could not see. Some say it looked like him. But we're not sure. The Bible said that the man who was once blind says unto them, it is I. And they asked him, from which have you received your sight? He says unto them, a man named Jesus. Oh, I feel like talking now. He says he made clay and have anointed my eye and sent me to the pool of Salaam. The Bible said that these same individuals did not believe this man's report. So what they do in chapter 9, they bring him before the Pharisees, the rulers of the church. Stay with me here. They don't believe it, so they bring this man to the Pharisees. And the Pharisees ask him the same question. From whence receivest thou thy sight? He said, a man by the name of Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. took clay and hath anointed my eyes. Oh, I promise you it would get better. And the Bible said, this in verse number 16, that the Pharisees said, therefore said some of the Pharisees, this man is not of God because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Others said, how can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? And there was a division among them. Then the Bible says that they take this same man to his parents. And they say unto his parents, watch the text, is this your son whom you sent with blood? The Bible said, he said, yeah, this is our son. And he was blind. But how he received his sight, we don't know. The Bible said, they say unto, the parents say unto him, he's the man. He a grown man. Go ask him. And I need y'all to understand something, y'all. You ought not never rely on anybody else to be able to tell your story. But somebody say, you don't know. Like I know what the Lord has done for me. The Bible says. They say, they say, they say, he's the man. Watch out. 
Watch verse number 22. The text says in verse 22, these words spake his parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Y'all with me here? Man born blind. Jesus heals Folk don't believe. He testifies. They don't believe. Take him for the Pharisees. They inquire of him. He tells them the same story. They bring him to his parents. Because they still don't believe, first of all, that he was born blind. God help me there. They say he's amazed at him. He gives an account. Parents are afraid to testify of what Jesus has done because they don't want to be put out of the church. Uh -huh. Can you imagine such a thing of being brought before so-called righteous folk, so-called leaders of God's church, and you bring someone whom the hand of Jesus has touched and delivered from a situation that he had at birth, and now you can't really testify about it? Because they'll throw you out of the synagogue. <laughs> Chapter number 10 says, verse number 1, Jesus said, Verily, verily, same conversation, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door mm -hmm. into the sheepfold, because the blind man was part of the sheepfold, Jesus said that. Anyone that does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and robber. Don't you Bible said? Jesus understanding the situation with the man that was blind, and that now they're trying to take God's miracle off him, but they can't do that. So the next thing they try to do is take his testimony from him. And if he dares hold on to his testimony, now they want to drive him out of the church. Uh -huh. Why? Because now I can see. Jesus understands what's going on, y'all. I promise you, you're almost there. He says, Valley, Valley, man, let me tell you something. I say unto you, he that does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up that some other kind of way. What he's saying is that these Pharisees should have never been preachers. He says they climbed up into the sheepfold where the sheep were. Not by me. Because Paul says, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ who hath enabled me, putting me in the ministry. You can't go to school to be a preacher.
to do. All a fake preacher want to do is make their name good. They want to establish themselves. They want to get themselves out there as if they're some great I am. And the Bible talks about it in Ezekiel chapter 34 when the Bible says, Whoa! Y'all right. expect this kind of preaching. He said, Should not the shepherds be feeding the sheep? Here's what he said, I'll take my sheep. Here's what it means when he says that all the thief wants to do. And Robert, I love you, man. I know you ain't going to see me. I'm sure you know what I'm saying. You'll find this in the book of Jeremiah. God, help me teach this and take my seat. In Jeremiah chapter 23, in verse 30, Jeremiah 23 and verse 30, and I'll take my seat. He says, therefore, behold, this is what God says, therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, every one from his neighbor. It's in the Bible. Here's what God was saying when he said he comes to steal. <laughs> Jeremiah said, God says, I'm against the prophets who steal my word one from another. Can I give you a few wow. examples? One thing God was saying is that you got bootleg preachers out here preaching to other folks, sir. And you shouting off of a recycled sermon. The last time I checked, in these last and evil days, God was still speaking. God was still the one that had a word for his people. And you got folks out here now, y'all, getting service offline. I know y'all can't stand me. And in the back in the Bible days, in the Old Testament days, they would say something like this, thus saith the Lord, trying to emulate the real prophets. Today, they don't say thus saith the Lord, they say it like this, come to And we get excited when these fake preachers get up there and say, God told me to tell you, and you still ain't know it. If God said it, is he not able to also do it? He said, all they want to do is steal. Because when God has called you, all you got to do is use your own. They misinterpret scripture. 
How you doing? I ain't doing you well. And when you have fake bootleg preachers who are only about themselves, they don't really care about what the scripture means. They try to push on you what the scripture says. Without studying to show themselves approved. Y'all know why Roman talked the way he talked? Because he's Because the preacher said, wow. <laughs> that today's your day. I don't know who 
Hallelujah. You gonna fit the profile, man. I know you ain't doing that. I'd rather be a God, I'd rather folks be upset with me than to God be upset with me yeah. for not saying yeah. what he said. Yeah. Yeah. He said to Ezekiel, man, you going around saying, thus saith the Lord, and God said, I have not said So if I don't get the word, if you're stealing the word from me, 
it's going to kill me. And if I'm dead spiritually, that'll destroy me. I'm done. But I thank God for you, man. I don't go nowhere to entertain folks. Some folks get it, some folks don't. But I'm telling y'all, in these last and evil days, your eyes have got to be open spiritually. And it's high time for us to start appreciating God's truth of this. I get a lot of folks out here, man, they're all about themselves. They don't care about God's people eating. Can you imagine the turmoil this man had to go through with COVID? Can you imagine? But yet, he stood steadfast. Yeah. Because he don't fit the thief profile. Not only does he do that, but during the time where his mama was sick, he still stood fast here because he doesn't fit the thief profile. <laughs> Not only that, but this man went throughout the whole entire Bible in a year by himself. You know why? Because he goes I don't know if y'all saw it, but every day, without fail, he was on social media going through the Bible day by day by day.
At this time, we want to extend to you an invitation to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And if this invitation is not being presented to you from the truth of a heart, and the reason they're not really interested in you having your soul saved. But I stand as one and stand next to one, and there's some preachers there that when this invitation is extended to accept Christ, it's extended with love. It's extended with the truth that Jesus is the way. He's the truth and the life, and no man comes to the Father's like by him. It's extended with this truth of scriptures. That he that believeth is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of the Father. So I bid you, children of God, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to come. I bid you to come while today is still today. As the old folks say, don't let tomorrow shine on your grave. Without you accepting Jesus Christ. Next invitation is maybe you need to return back to the Lord. And that's another thing. I don't have time to get into that. That some of these faith priests are out there making people say you gotta be baptized ten times and all this craziness. Have them thinking that God will not receive them back into the sheepfold. But you can come back. The Lord said, I'm married to the backslide. All you have to do is just return back to him. Say, Lord, I've sinned against you. Forgive me and try me one more time. Last invitation, baby, you need to church home. Where entertainment is not even on the program. Where false shouting and fake shouting is not even on the agenda. But the only thing that we rely on in this house of worship is a move of the Holy Spirit. I bid you to come, children of God. I bid you to come. God bless you, my friend.